This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome back to Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. I'm Kyle, and joining me is Cody and Ken. All right. Let's get into this. We got through the weekend, or through the week, guys, to the weekend. (laughs) We got to the weekend. To the weekend. Onward. I love love how we started every week, or every episode of this. We got through it, guys. It was bad out there. We're there. (laughs) There's never a good week. It's always a battle. Why do we we do this again? (laughs) We do it because... Friday, Saturday, and Sunday make up for Monday through Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true, and it's it's a renewed sense of enthusiasm every week when we have new stuff to sell every week. It's not you know we don't sell uh, tires, we don't sell uh, building materials. We sell a new movie every week, which is a pretty cool thing to be able to do. Way more exciting than tires. Yeah, yeah. popcorn. Yeah. As the accoutrement of the <laughs> of, our <industry. laughs> of our industry, which is even better than you know white walls. <laughs> I I think everyone can agree with that. <laughs> you worded it perfectly, Ken. <laughs> not, yeah, not everybody gets to sell entertainment, so it's awesome that we get to be a part of that, and we get to talk to you guys every week and get uh, get through our our grind, and then. Get some enthusiasm started about these movies. Go, Ken. He's making me ready to go. I can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear what Kyle thought about our our new wide release this week. We've got that on the on the schedule, along with some release date changes. Cody, I know not nothing bad, and we haven't had a release calendar change in a long time. But but (laughs) this is a good thing. It's uh, Journal for Jordan from Sony went from a platform release um, pattern to a wide. So they're just gonna go wide on Christmas instead of trying to go New York, LA and platforming it out up into Christmas. So wide release journal for Jordan. I think that'll be really good. That trailer makes me cry every time. I could not get through that movie without tears, but it's beautiful. It it seems like a really, uh, night kind of feel good story will have its sad moments obviously with some of the subject matter oh, but uplifting at the same time heartbreaking and yet uplifting yeah it's no creed too but it'll be fine <laughs> i mean it's michael b jordan he'll make anything work yeah. yeah i'm all in on that and yeah i think this it, it just makes more sense for this type of movie as compared to platforming. platforming i mean maybe they had oscar hopes or something but i don't know it it doesn't seem like the type Good movie, looks like. But. They were right. treating it like it was 1917 last year. Yeah. yeah. Or, or 2019. Or 2019. 2019 yeah. into There was nothing. Right, right. Yeah, was 2020. Nothing last Pandemic. year. Right. But they treated it like that, and it's like, this isn't the same kind of movie. This is... Probably not. It's still heart-wrenching, and they're probably beautiful performances, but it's not that. It's not going to be that Oscar gold caliber no this is the chicken noodle soup for the theater goer soul like you need to cry (laughs) if you you need need if you're stressed and you want a good cry we'll probably watch this movie (laughs) i just gotta get it out before the new year a a quick thought though i i think also uh the kurt warner bio biopic is coming out that same holiday uh, american underdog do you think that could conflict uh, like the same type of demographics maybe they're looking for that uplifting sort of story oh it's christmas yeah there's gonna be so much and um, we don't have a christmas specific movie this year or anything that would blow 
way except for Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. you, so at Christmas time, I can't believe we're talking about Christmas, but <laughs> we've got um, Spider-Man No Way Home, mm-hmm. and that's going to be really huge. Hey, they've had decorations out at Costco since Labor Day. Yeah, we're it's, basically it's, we're basically we're, Walmart. It's we're late. It's never too we're, we're late early. to the party at this point. <laughs> if we're talking Christmas. Then, then the on the twenty second, we have several openings. We have uh, Scene Two. Yeah, the King's Man. I think is in the there Kingsman too. The Kingsman Matrix also on the twenty yeah. second, and those are like your next. Four, three titles mm-hmm. then if you have and then before that you had west side story so that they'll probably want that to play through to christmas yeah. being spielberg and through the end of the year yeah yeah so you have west side story taking up a screen so now we're at five <laughs> and then and then on christmas day you've got journal for jordan and american underdog that's like seven films in the market like so it's, it's october again <laughs> yeah it's just not all gonna get played it's there's a couple rated R titles that you, you know, Matrix and uh, the Kingsman. And I think, you know, Kingsman might be the one that gets bumped because it's hard to play R at Christmas, but Matrix kind of transcends that. It, it could be, but it's the Matrix is the only one that we have a day and date issue with. Yeah, that's true. So everybody else is believing in theaters. Believing. At the holidays. We have to believe. <laughs> It's just going to be really busy and and you're just going to have to make some sacrifices. Although, so you got that, that's a pretty diverse type of films across that whole week. Yeah, that's true. So you're, I think there's going to be something for all audiences and uh, obviously Spider-Man will be the biggest thing there. And there's nothing until the 355, like the second week. I don't even of... want to talk about January. No, so that we have <laughs> Get time. Get too far. For, we have time for people to see multiple films during this. Is yeah. it too early to put up our Valentine's Day decorations? Stop <laughs> it, Kyle. Jackass for life. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the only about, film you want to see at Talk about the February. Like... Romance movie of the year. But no, we won't go that far ahead because uh, October. Hey, that was great. October has been really good to us. Yeah. Really, really good to us. Um, this weekend is always traditionally really bad, so I don't know if we'll end on a high note, but we do have a few new releases this week with Antlers and... Um, last Night in Soho. Yes, Last Night in Soho, which you saw. French Dispatch is going at Next a... week. Oh, going expanding. It went from like 50-something theaters or a few 25 markets or something to about 500 locations. This week, yeah. And then it's going to go really wide next week. Well, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say really wide. It's going to go at its widest footprint next Whitish. week. Whitish. <laughs> Moderate. Yeah. It'll <laughs> so, go to a few more. <laughs> a few more locations next week. Right. So um, I think, you know, Eternals next week is going to start November off strong, and then we've got so much so much product at thanksgiving and it's all looks pretty good so i'm excited like we're gonna have a good november and a good december and then we'll see where we're at at the end of the year yeah i mean maybe we can end 2021 on a high note all things considered yeah it looks very similar to most of the novembers and decembers of recent memory yeah i mean we don't have a, a harry potter or a uh, Marvel Avengers or something like that. But we to have really... a, a Disney animated film. But we have, yeah, we have you know? all of the other and staples are there. There's nothing like I really, I really wish Paramount would have done Top Gun this Christmas. Like, there's, yeah, it could have just dominated. Um, it, I feel like that's the film that we're really missing. Mm-hmm. And it, and I think they may be doing a disservice or damaging the film by pushing it so far. Because now people are like, where is it? Yeah. Has it come out? Like, they're losing interest. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, are and I've heard more and more traction on Ghostbusters. Like starting, starting next week, like you're gonna start seeing it everywhere. Yeah, I think so. Tickets go on sale Monday. I think after the big flash in the pan of Eternals, it'll be all about Ghostbusters. Yeah, Sony is put all of their eggs into this basket by keeping this. This was their big title. Well, they have Spider-Man, though. Well, Spider-Man is going to sell regardless. Right. But this is the one that can make them... This is the one that they're really counting on. (laughs) With Spider-Man, they're like, that's a guarantee. Yeah, well, because the last entry in the Ghostbusters franchise was just destroyed that. Almost destroyed that IP. (laughs) Tarnished. (laughs) I mean, it went beyond tarnishing. There was was a Ghostbusters 2 that they didn't follow up for like 30 years. Oh, that's (laughs) true. People may (laughs) think that that new one is worse than the Ghostbusters too and that's saying something yeah. <laughs> dumb chris hemsworth was the only good thing in that movie he saved it yeah. well not saved, <laughs> he it, saved it but he he made it tolerable he, 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 he saved it. the five dollars he I made spent. me not walk out <laughs> not the full eight but his five dollars right eight. i would yeah exactly you can take what you can get with that but no ghostbusters it's a much better movie the this upcoming one it's so much better. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's dive back into this last weekend in November. So what are right. you going to do with your screens after the uh, Dune, you know, we'll say it's a surprise. Uh, 35 or 35, 40 million is what we expected. Was, yeah. They were 40. thinking, no, they were thinking 30 to 35 and it did 40. So it was above expectations. It, above, below, current, future, yeah. past expectations. Well, I mean, it's, it's funny to say that it's a surprising 40 million when the projection was 35. So you're like, it was a small surprise, a 5 million yeah. more surprise. Well, we're joking because the originally it was a $70 million expected opening and then it became a $70 million global expected yeah. opening. Yeah. They just had and to go it, back into the writer's like, room and oh, type yeah, that little now piece. Now it's in. 30 to 35. Yeah. yeah. But all the reviews came back good. We're seeing lots of tickets this week still. Yeah, no, I think the movie's there. I think it's done very well. A lot of positive feedback from, you know, the theaters saying that people really enjoyed it, that the, that it is an experience you have to see on the big screen. Um, but, you know, I'm just holding my breath. I'm going to hold my breath until we see what this weekend does. Because even though a lot of people say it's a big, it's a great experience, it's beautifully done, you need to see it on the big screen. I don't know how many people will because you do get great, uh, you know, you do get a great picture and sound quality in some home theaters now. Like people have big TVs. It was one thing when, you know, you had a little like 30 inch t- box TV, but now that you have 80 inches, like almost an entire wall in your house, that's, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. What we just have to trust word of mouth to be like, you need to see mm-hmm. this in theaters as compared to in right. your home. And that is what and, the word of mouth is. You need to see this in theaters. That yeah. is the message. It's just a matter of if, you know, these casual movie going audiences are going to add that at the end of them raving about this movie. Because I've been seeing people that barely go to see a movie at all coming out being like, oh, Dune was actually really good. I actually really liked it. But so, you, have, you have to trust them in saying like, should yeah. you go out for it or will you stay home? So people might be put off by how long it is. It is quite long, but I've yeah. heard that it, you know, is very well paced that even though it's long, you don't feel like it drags on. Yep. And because of the story and the fact that they broke it up in two parts, but didn't t- really tell anybody that that's what their plan was, um, that you are f- so filled with action the whole time that there's really not a great place to stop, but they did, le- they did stop it at a point and they have greenlit the second 
the second part. Yeah, Dune 2 is going to happen. They already nailed down a release date, and I imagine they had that planned for a while. They just wanted their million dollars of test (laughs) to (laughs) go well before they greenlit it. So there will be a second one, and I think people might be surprised but not turned off by it. They just may think the ending's weird, but the whole movie is just so good that they'll forgive it. Yeah. It's, you know, we're expecting to see, you know, a a standard – 60% 60% drop, but if it goes 70%, this is going to hinder their wanting to keep their films on both locations, in theaters and on HBO Max. Yeah. If you if you do this with Dune, which was your surprise big opener, what's going to happen when it comes time for these other titles? Well, you really year? need Dune to have a lot of legs. I of think course. there's a little difference between something like Dune, where you need to be in the market for a while to recoup costs, and something like Halloween. Like, Halloween can sustain a 70% drop like that wasn't out of the realm that probably would have been normally a 60% drop if it hadn't also been what on peacock yeah and um and so but i don't think universal's hurting on a 70 million dollar drop like it it opened so well that that's okay yeah Whereas, they'll make their money back and those horror films aren't you normally super expensive exactly. so it, it's probably okay whereas dune was very expensive and warner's really will really needs it to stay in the marketplace and with Eternals and Ghostbusters and stuff coming through, even if it, I think it's hurt so much more because it's on HBO max. Like that's undercutting what little run it did have. Yeah. I think you're right about that. Real quick. It's funny. Cause um, we're saying how expensive Dune is, but apparently jungle cruise was somehow more expensive than <laughs> Dune. Kyle, did you thing. see it? It's all CGI. That CGI Jaguar I know, was but like it's just, $30 million dollars yeah, on its own. But so is, I mean, besides like the sets, like Dune is also very heavily CGI. Like those, all the ships and the space. It's stuff, the rock. I, he's expensive. I, I, yeah, it's yeah, true. I yeah. feel like though, it's it's legendary, which does all of the Godzilla movies. Like they mm. were adequately prepared for this. Like that, they had, that's probably they had all, true. They yeah, thirty percent of the B roll was from Godzilla. It was just a write off. Right? Weren't, they weren't like how how lifelike a jaguar can we get to yeah. be not very lifelike like a kitty and <laughs> oh and the in the pink dolphins and all the other weird monkeys and the whole jungle basically all the jungle. Okay. The big tree at the end, well, all of it. I wouldn't sure. think that Paul Giamatti is cheap, even though he's only on screen like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like just that cost. A third. You know, Jack <laughs> Whitehall was cheap to yeah. get. That's but, why. But well, Paul, no offense to him, but yeah. that's probably why they got Paul him. Paul Giamatti's <laughs> like, uh, five million. And they're like, you have to wear a gold tooth. Seven million. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a real actor. Right. A gold tooth and like a white pit stain suit. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be shirtless during this. Seven million. <laughs> All right, you can wear a shirt. Okay. Really, nobody wants to see that. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that just made me laugh when you're going over your thoughts. But I, I do get where you're coming from with that. Right. It just it needs legs. Like it, yes. it needs legs to legitimize itself to you know to create that event like that it will really need on the second one. Mm-hmm. And it's it's going to be hard to obtain when it's cheapened by being on streaming at the same time. But yeah, but we'll see how this weekend goes. Maybe, maybe this will be, you know, like the film that surprises us. Another Be- surprise. Beats that expectation for a us. A 60% surprise. Oh, yeah. well, we <laughs> kind of wanted that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what did you, you went and saw Soho. That's a new offering coming out this weekend. Yeah. What'd you think? 
Uh, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, it's it's Ed, from it's Edgar Wright, correct? Yeah, Edgar Wright made movies like Shaun of the Dead uh, and Baby Driver. And in here, he kind of seems to go down his own path of making a passion project where he combines his love of uh, London and his love of probably Italian films of like the 60s and combines it in the mystery thriller horror genre. And it's a real mishmash of things that don't sound like they go together, but somehow he crafts it to where it's really entertaining and really worth investing uh, your time in watching. And yeah, I just loved the atmosphere that he brought, whether it was um, the time traveling uh, elements of going back to 60s London combined with this atmosphere of sort of dread and horror that's lingering throughout um, our main lead who is, you know, going back in time and witnessing this uh, singer, this um, woman who's trying to become a nightclub singer. And at first it seems to be everything that the main girl Ellie wants to strive to be. And so she starts copying like the looks and the movements uh, that she sees from the sixties singer whose name is Sandy. And, um, but then it just, she, Ellie um, sees Sandy's downfall and it sort of almost aligns with um, her own personal life to some degree. And it's just this really cool mirroring effect. And it combines this cool element of doing um, like supernatural time travel um, without giving too much away. That's the best way to describe it. And it just is this weird, like I said, mismatch of ideas that don't seem like they should go together, but yet they just create a really entertaining movie. Um, I, my one nitpick is probably not all of the straight up jump scare or horror elements really do a good work, but he still brings a new type of horror atmosphere to a movie that to a horror movie that I haven't seen from most others this year. Like so, he creates a different kind of tension. Yeah, exactly. It, it's not stereotypical by any means. So it's a really different type of story, but you really enjoy the characters. You love following along the wildness that this plot even is. And yeah, it's just a really good time. And I hope people go and see it. So a movie that's not a reboot or a sequel is good? So original like movies original? can be good? <laughs> made, made by... a like a good director but it doesn't have like cgi Has, robots or monsters in it wait he hasn't done an mcu movie i'm very confused isn't that where they start from <laughs> oh, he tried what a concept he, he, he that, definitely casted one yeah. <laughs> he got that far in the process sure sure he almost had that ant-man movie it yeah. could have been but um it's fine we got last night in soho and that's great yeah. good i'm glad it went well i'm seeing you know, a lot of mixed reviews for Antlers, I believe is how it's pronounced. It's French. <laughs> <laughs> Antlers. <laughs> well, it's got Jesse Plemons in it, so that's something good it's got Oh, it's going to be great, it. yeah. <laughs> At least well, certain parts of it will be. <laughs> I I just struggle with it because it's like a little boy, and I just don't like kids and horror films. Right, just, it, it centers it, on a little boy. Tortured, abused, little boy. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. It's a very, very dark movie that very, very not many people I, go see. No, I kind of rather like check out Last Night in Soho because at least it's original and it's not that. It's more of a thriller than a yeah than a, a mystery, blood, blood and guts horror movie. horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's, this one has Jesse Plemons, Cody. <laughs> 
That's, I don't share he makes the, a good point. Speaking of jungle cruise. I mean, he, <laughs> he was, I don't share the same like super love. Like I'm not going to be like, oh, that has Jesse Plemons. We'll definitely see that. I mean, but me. I enjoyed him at Jungle Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I bet he was fantastic. Yeah, that's that's what you're leaning on. That, that's the only thing when you say Jesse Plemons, I'm like, oh yeah, the Jungle Cruise. He was the German. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, oh, Antlers is most likely going to fall by the wayside. I'm hoping Last Night Soho at least is behind Dune oh, in general. It's going to make it. The Both the films will make it to Thanksgiving and be done. Yeah. They're if, just filler. Well, yeah. if Dune does a 70% drop, it's going to put it at 12 million, which is a, a low bar to cross for mm, you that's know, a good these. point. It could fall behind. You know, if Halloween holds up for Halloween weekend, it's possible that it could fall into second place with one of these big drops. You Maybe. Know, I'd I hopeful, don't think so. I'd like to support Soho and have it be one of these really surprise, you know. Out of nowhere, Venom surges. Yeah. Yeah, somehow <laughs> that gets back to number one yeah. from like fourth. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I, I told you Sony that. Sony is really, adding more marketing to it. They are, but I really enjoyed Halloween Kills. I will not be surprised if it stays very I close think, to where it is. I think when yeah. I was talking uh, with people to this week about, you know, what are we, what are we going to do with Halloween Kills and what do you think? Um, I just, I think this weekend is always bad because it's Halloween. People do other things. They trick or treat. They have parties. It's not usually a big movie going weekend. And Halloween is on Sunday. So you're not, so all the partying and everything is being done on Friday and Saturday. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just don't know how much movie going is going to happen late on Sunday because you got to work the next day. So it's just, I don't know. Depends on how hungover people are. (laughs) How hungover can you be to go to a movie or will you need to stay home? (laughs) For work the next day? Yeah. Yeah. Cody has a hangover chair that she uses in her house. It's right next to my bed. It's my favorite. This is my hangover chair. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I put a heating pad on it so it's nice and warm. I get a blanket. Yeah, I just this is the mommy's put my t- feet up. This is the mommy still tired chair. Yeah, this is, this is where mommy's gonna spend Saturday. <laughs> in part of Sunday, I just three feet from my bed. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm so lazy. I'm gonna stay in bed so all that day. So we can just roll. I do need to sit up. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh. All right. Um, anything else in the industry that we need to talk about, or should we just move on to um, talking about the two big trailers? Uh, let's talk trailer time. All right. Sounds good to yeah. me. Um, well, uh, right. Yeah, I'm going to say go, it. You do it. I'm going to say it. it. The biggest, it's, it's one of the biggest trailers this year behind Spider-Man at past Eternals is Lightyear. It passed is, Eternals? Yep. Yeah. In, mm-hmm. in initial, in, initial views. Initial, initial views. 24 hour yeah. views. 24 yeah. hour and 48 hours. It's was Spider-Man Eternals. still the first, yeah, the biggest? Yeah, of course. It was, was the biggest of all time. Right. <laughs> but Lightyear. All right. They, it's Buzz Lightyear. It's right? human form Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, correct. Anyway. Space Ranger that the toy is anyway, created on. Human I form. I get there's a lot of things around Tim Allen that may be good, may be bad, according to it. Yeah. Everything's politicized. Tim Allen is Tim Allen. To see a Buzz Lightyear not played or voiced by Tim Allen is excruciating. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say it. It's sacrilege. <laughs> it is. I mean, they already gave Chris Evans freaking Captain America. He has to be two of our most beloved characters. You're not allowed to have two. <laughs> I'm, I'm on Chris Evans' side here with this. Oh I know God. Tim Allen has a great voice. He was Buzz Lightyear for most he people's childhood. He is. He was Light- for most people's childhoods. <laughs> he was. 
He was. Was that? Can you name another voiced someone who voiced Buzz Lightyear, Cody? Do you have anyone else? Actually, I can, but I won't get involved. Oh my god! I I can name another, but I'm not getting involved. (laughs) I like this. I like this game. I like this a lot. He, it's human Buzz Lightyear. It can have a different voice. Why wouldn't the toy have the exact same voice of the character? Why don't most because toys have the exact same voice? They do. They That's, don't. Do you think the Chris Evans Captain America toys have the same voice yes. as Chris Evans? Um, well, actually, I actually might. have. <laughs> Chris, I have a Captain America toy. It does not have the same voice. It's like Captain yeah, you, America you here. The, you got and it is um, a Avengers studio <laughs> exhibitor relation yeah. sent toy. This is yeah. like a legit studio toy. It does sure. not have Chris Evans It's a voice. legit studio toy, which they make as cheaply as possible. Well, just <laughs> yeah. saying. does sure. not have his voice. Sure, if you bought the Target version, it would have his voice. I mean, we only hear one no. line from Chris Evans, so I'm not bothered <sighs> by it yet. But growing up with Toy Story, like I do get it. Like Tim Allen is Buzz Lightyear to me. Now, here's uh, the real life Woody played by... Tom Hanks, please. <laughs> no, Chet Army Hanks. Hammer. Oh, wait, wrong one. <laughs> yeah, no, not him. Not. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I was thinking the other guy. If, <laughs> Timothy Shalom? No, yes, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> Timothy Cannibal? No. <laughs> we thought Tim Allen had issues. Yeah. Oh, boy. Google Army Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. <laughs> Probably don't. Don't bother. <laughs> I'm going to shut my microphone off for the rest of the show. <laughs> Anyway, Lightyear actually looks, the animation looks awesome, and yeah. it doesn't seem like people are bothered that it's, you know, like, but I thought he was a toy. How is he a man? Like, it seems like people are like, oh, cool, a space adventure, and it's with yeah. Buzz, kind of. Sure, I'm on board. Well, it's for little kids, and they don't care. They didn't grow up with the Toy Story franchise. Well, meanwhile, adults this, in my this, age are like, how dare they? This is going to be a lot of little kids' first introduction to Buzz Lightyear. It's, possibly a, it's possibly a better introduction than yeah. Toy Story. <laughs> I mean, do you see that animation? It's crazy good. Oh, it's good. so bad. I mean, the, toy, well, the, original, the original Toy, toy Story. Story. It's aged, it's but... It's so aged. Ahead of its time but at the time. this is beautiful. But, but yeah. this... Yes, but the original Toy Story, the story was so original. Yes, and it so was, good. Yeah. Animation, you, you know, they was had great. these, they had these tropes where they're like, "Yeah, we'll put famous people in these positions," but this was like a list plus a list. Yeah. in the same movie, Tom Hanks won an Oscar. Tim Allen was <laughs> Home Improvement. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, it says, oh, God, Chris Evans, do you have to do everything? <laughs> yes, he does. He could be doing more. Oh, he could also be in House of Gucci wearing a mask. Oh, wait, that's Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, yeah. House of Gucci had a new trailer, and I enjoyed it. Lady Gaga is great. I really yeah. like her in this role. I don't like looking at Adam Driver, but I really like looking at Lady Gaga. Well, this. I like looking at Adam Driver. So. <laughs> <laughs> As Kyle stands alone on an island in the middle of the ocean, I ha- Adam, Adam Driver looks in the mirror and is like, eh. I'm with good people. <laughs> I'm with good people. Y'all are out there. <laughs> he looks like the Easter Island statues. <laughs> that I cannot deny. Uh, but yeah, it did as great of a job as the first trailer did. It you know kind of showed off the glamour that we think of when it comes to Gucci and all the actors look great in the roles. And Lady Gaga does look especially superb. And I think that's really going to be the driving force for this movie doing some business well, definitely the marketing force behind it yeah no I, I have two favorite film versions of adam driver one is in star wars when he is wearing a mask <laughs> <laughs> 
Batman 2 is an independent film, Logan Lucky, that he did because he is missing an arm, so there is less of Adam Driver to look at. <laughs> <laughs> that is the Adam Driver I like. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, off the break podcast, tearing down actors. <laughs> I know. I was, trying to, build, I'm trying, to I was trying to build up Tim Allen as Buzz Lightyear, human version. I don't think I've seen Adam Driver in anything but Star Wars. He's a great oh, actor. God, Cody. I know. It's like Jesse Plemons. Oh, he's good at Jungle Cruise. <laughs> yeah. And I know he's in other things, but I don't watch those. Paul movies. Giamatti? Anything? He's in um, Jungle Cruise. <laughs> uh, no, I'm swing and a miss. Not off the top of my head. I know I've seen him and stuff, but there's nothing like. <laughs> it's always the latest thing with me. Otherwise, I just yes. get shoved to the back of my brain. And, and sometimes I just the latest recall. thing comes comes to become a <laughs> 80s or 90s movie yeah, so sometimes the latest thing is a really old thing and i'm like i'm catching up on this yeah what was the latest <laughs> movie he was in highlander <laughs> no cody no <laughs> uh but yeah those were the only two big trailers i think that was the last thing on this agenda yeah oh no we had to talk we did your review we wanted to talk about one thing we are getting a lot of calls about the uh, fathom event you're getting uh, a lot of calls chosen christmas yeah i not, am ken not, 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 not lot emails of into our website a lot of people are calling your i'm actually getting calls <laughs> from clients being like what is this because i'm getting calls so it's a, a faith-based film um from the fathom event is putting on december 1st and 2nd and right now we don't know if it's going to have an exhibitor outside of fathom events so if you're getting calls on the chosen christmas special um you know we'll <laughs> whatever we'll keep called. every yeah i can't remember the full name but of it but we'll st- keep stay everybody tuned. In, we'll yeah. add it to the the database and the release calendar when we have we are looking ability. for a distributor for it because there is quite a bit of interest in this yeah. um a lot of the locations that are playing it through fathom have sold out their first day shows and so um this is one of those things we'll see a distributor a a screen gems or somebody like that Hopefully, will yeah. pick it up and we'll be able to play it. Fathom, Fathom doesn't, or the distributors, they don't go beyond Fathom if it doesn't do any business. But if it does, we'll see this. I mean, they right. did December 1st and 2nd, and hopefully we'll get a chance to play this before the holidays. Yeah, I'm really hoping because Fathom did it early in December that there is a plan to have it di- distributed to other theaters after that. We just... Um, at this point, are unaware of who that distributor is, I'm but sure we're working still, on it. I'm sure they're still negotiating based on how well this does. Could what they Could can be. sell or what they're looking for, because it's going to be interesting with the call it's gotten already. If we yeah. can, if we can actually put this in some independent theaters and do some independent theater business. Well, I think it, it's not rare to get requests coming in um, to theaters. Are you going to play this? Are you going to play that? And sometimes they're really obscure. This one's pretty consistent. It's hit. It must have hit the church networks pretty hard, and and so people are are aware of it and they're asking about it. And you know, when when this happens, when you get interest like this, you've got to just pounce on it because um, it doesn't happen very often. And you're gonna get people in the theater that are not your regular customers. And it's and any time you can have that opportunity present itself, you take advantage of it because you can convert that that person to a to a new regular, hopefully converting theater goers <laughs> one at a time yeah. <laughs> maybe that wasn't the right word right. i was just trying to... a faith-based movie where we convert folks to yeah. theater goers <laughs> yeah to avid theater goers not convert maybe yeah. encourage 
or maybe gesture them. towards <laughs> just lock the doors Suggest? lock them in there people <laughs> like oh you haven't been in here in a while well here's the maze exit to get out <laughs> wording wording aside that is very good uh yeah. to know about yeah All these right. don't happen very often and and it's just an opportunity to get new people that or people that haven't been to the, back to the theater in a really, really long time back in for yeah. something, you know, that's really good and they're really excited about. I think almost everything we have on the schedule for November will have advanced tickets up before you hear from us again. I think so, everything is, yeah. 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 So it'll be time to get tickets up, start looking for group events around the holidays. There's going to be plenty of call for these things this year because you can socially distance your employees in a theater they can bring their families it's not it's a low-cost alternative to putting everybody in a restaurant yeah people are still doing private rentouts um they're they're becoming a little harder now that we're having more public showings but um that is still happening i i think people really got a taste for that in the pandemic and it's a great value and it's a it makes the experience of movie going even more special when it when you just have the whole theater to yourself and so and you and your group and so rentouts are still really popular right now yep take advantage of it and it's guaranteed income <laughs> for you as a theater so if somebody asks you know do what you can to accommodate it because that's you it, if you have a public showing you don't know what you're going to do I for think, tickets yeah i think the biggest issue is is um is the interest in private rentals Versus the public showings you, you're required to do by the studios and and then the labor shortages that we're having across the industry. Like it's just really hard. It would normally you would just add more show times or schedule outside your normally publicized show times, but you can't do that if you don't have staff. And a lot of people are already on um, restricted showtime schedules because of staffing issues. So this this is um, holiday season and it's going to be hard. It, you're not going to just be able to staff up and get in ad show times and take advantage of it. So there's not a list of, uh, or a truckload of whippersnappers ready to pop in there. Whippersnappers. Not like there used to be <laughs> high school is ready to go. Days. I know they're <laughs> worthless. Are we at that age where we're like, Oh, kids these days. <laughs> I'm I'm there with you guys yeah. now. <laughs> I have, I have I, I've been actively looking for someone working in a service industry job without headphones in, <laughs> and I've yet to find one in the last several weeks. Oh gosh, that's probably so true. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those. I, how much are they paying you? I don't even have AirPods. Yeah, <laughs> are they hiring? <laughs> And they say the pay isn't good enough. <laughs> they get AirPods, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Off the Break Podcast. You can find us on all podcast platforms and over at silverscreeninsider.com, uh, where if you're a theater owner or manager need to know the upcoming slate of movies, all the information to get you prepared for selling tickets or for booking your theaters, getting that all situated, you can check us out there. And be sure to grab all the marketing assets that we have available to help with your social media promotions. We've got all the assets for the upcoming Disney Marvel film. You will be eternally grateful hey. for what we have on the website. <laughs> have a good weekend, everybody. Bye, Bye. everyone.